Welcome to the nation. Real quick, guys, before we get into our talk, I would like to actually kind of talk about something real quick that is kind of interesting. So I was on Twitch today, and I stopped in to these guys. They're from Pennsylvania, and they're called Salty Entertainment Fun Time, or S-E-F-T. And these guys are fucking hilarious. These guys are great. Um, they were playing uh, Super, Mar- uh, Super Mario Maker and stuff like that. They, I'm sure they play a bunch of other games as well. But go ahead and check them out. They're really fucking funny. Um, they kind of reminds me. They kind of eh, they kind of remind me of back when I was in college. Uh, fucking hilarious guys. Um, I followed them. I hope you guys will go and check them out when they're on. If you guys have a Twitch account, go look them up. Throw them a fucking follow, guys. And sit back, relax, and enjoy their streams. They're fucking great. And I hope to see you guys there because I know I'll be there. Um, so, yeah. Okay, guys? Thanks. Now, on to the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the nation. I am your host, Evo, and this is Lily. Hi. So, today on Clam Nation, we are going to be talking about arowanas, also known as the freshwater bony fish. Um, the pelagic zones and discus fish, which is actually a type of cichlid known to derive from the Amazon basin. But first off, Lily, what is your favorite kind of fish? Um, Nemo, clownfish. Nemo, clownfish, okay. Okay, you know there's actually a bunch of different kinds, right? Yeah. Okay, alright. Fair enough. So, my favorite fish is actually called a arowana. Now, for anyone out there that wants to know anything about it, you guys can leave a comment, and I can send you a PDF file um, with your email or some other way of contacting you, and I can email you a PDF of a um, a friend of mine, another colleague that actually did his college thesis on arowanas. So um, I'd be more than happy to send that to you guys if you guys are interested. But overall, um, I'm going to go over some of the minor things. Lily doesn't know a whole lot about fish, so she'll probably be asking questions here and there, and it'll give me an option to really explain them and kind of describe to you guys, you know, what these fish are and why they would why they would make good pets. First off, we're gonna go with a fish a lot of people never heard of. It's the silver arowana. There are different versions of the silver arowana or arowana in general. But here's a little bit of information for you. Arowanas are a freshwater bony fish of the family Ostigo clostera, also known <laughs> as bony tongues. The latter name is often represented it's also reserved for the arapaima. The arapaima is a fish that jumped and hit Jeremy Wade in the rib cage. I don't know if you guys have ever watched River Monsters, but Jeremy Wade is the old guy 
that is a biologist and an ex extreme fisherman. And an arapaima jumped and hit him in the chest and broke like six ribs. Um, the arowana is directly related to it. They get to be just as big, but arowanas aren't as ugly. Um, arapaimas are incredibly ugly. No, don't tell my sad dad. They might try and don't mean kick me in the face or some shit. But, um, but the the in this family of fish, also known as the bony tongues, um, the head is completely bone. Um, it has an elongated body covered by large, heavy scales, much like a knight. Um, that's one reason why it's why its nickname is also called the dragonfish. If you ever watch dragons in movies, so they got the big ass um, scales. That's exactly what they look like. They're huge, and they're very, very dense, very hard. Um, these fish are like swimming tanks. They're absolutely gorgeous, but they're really long. They look like eels with a dump truck um, for a mouth. This fucking eat anything. Um, they also can jump up to six meters out of the water, so they 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 jump really really high. Um, they, they don't have teeth, do they? No, no teeth. They do have plates. They have a top plate and a bottom plate that are hard. They're made out of cartilage. And when they bite and they clamp onto your hand, it feels like it feels like someone has your hand in a vice and it starts to squeeze. It won't break any bones, but it'll certainly hurt. Um, it won't tear any skin or anything like that, but it is sandpaper, so it will leave cuts and stuff. But yeah, they can't like bite off your fingers or anything. Not like the alligator gar I have in the other room, which yeah. has fucking teeth. Um, oh, quick weird fish fact for you guys: the red belly paku that you guys can find at your local pet shop actually has teeth. Um, hope you guys realize that that some bitch natively lives in the Amazon basin. As well as over in Papua New Guinea, um, in the Sioux, the Statsu River, or the Stat, yeah, Statsu River or some shit. Um, the fucking thing eats nuts and berries, so it's not a carnivore. But get this, it has been known to, um, for all you guys out there. Uh, I know I'm gonna cringe when I say this because I only got one of them. Um, it's been known to bite humans, specifically males, balls off. What? Um, in Papua New Guinea, people were actually getting their nuts bitten off by these things. Legitimately bitten the fuck off. Clean off. You know, denutting them. Oh my god. Yeah, so, you ever walk around in Papua New Guinea and see a guy with just a dick and no balls, you know what happens. <laughs> Mine was because of a car accident, not because of a fucking fish. But anyways, anyways, that's totally beyond the point. Um, so the the arowana is very a, a very big fish. They they get up to be between six and eight feet long in nature. Not captive bred. People don't captive breed these things regularly. It's very hit or miss. Um, I've tried and I've failed. I have failed numerous amounts of times. They don't like each other. Um, males will kill each other just because they can, not because they're fighting over a female or nothing. They will just simply kill each other. Um, the Asian arowana is actually known as uh, the keeper of souls. People believe that these fish um, 
will die for their owners. They will protect their owner's soul from harm, from danger. Um, they also are known to bring prosperity, fortune, good health, all this shit. It's a it's a mystical fish over there. You kill it, you go straight to jail. They don't they don't play games. Um, they're absolutely amazing. Um, if you go to Japan, you go to Tokyo, and you try to find a little statue of arowana sitting on like these little gold coins, the thing will run you like I think like 150 to 200 USD. It's retarded, but it they're fucking awesome. Um, they can breathe air, so they can live out of water for a little while. So yes, I'm looking right at you, Lily. So. If my son bitch jumps out of the tank, I expect you to pick his ass up, put him back. <laughs> I will die with him. <laughs> hey, hey, he can live on, almost buddy. an hour out of the water. Oh, so. <laughs> oh. um, I'll um, wait for you to come home. <laughs> right? Um, so they do originate from South America. So where I'm from, um, they, they originate from the Amazon. Now... The cool thing is, if you guys know anything about the Amazon, the Amazon literally goes from like Brazil all the way up, and then kind of spiders its way back down. So it's the biggest uh, lake, or not not lake, but like river, with thousands upon thousands of different types of fish and animal life um, in this one river alone. There is no other area that is jam packed with that kind of nature, except except for the rainforests in Borneo. Um, now, there are rainforests in, you know, like Colombia and Venezuela and Brazil and shit, but um, re- realistically, if you want to go to a place and you want to die from something that's venomous, you go to Australia, right? Because, like, per square foot, there's more venomous shit there than there's anywhere else in the world. But um, it's it's a great place. If you haven't been to Amazon, I recommend going. Um, just don't step foot in the water. Uh, there's a lot of fish out there that will fuck you up. Um, <laughs> uh, it, piranhas, you don't got to worry about piranhas unless you're, like, bleeding. So women out there, if you have your periods, don't go in the water. Um, uh, fucking piranha trying to eat your cooter off. But, uh, <laughs> hello? <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you have to understand that the way how these things work is... You know, everything's out to eat each other so when you when you look at these fish these fish are purposely built through evolution if you believe evolution of course if you don't then god made it this way um it swings both ways at the end of the day they are what they are because they were built to be this way not because they've you know quote unquote figured it out they're not smart like that fish aren't that smart uh sharks are but we'll get into that in a different subject because we'll learn about sharks let me know um, but uh, these things have not been changed from about 170 Maya. If you guys know what that is, that's in the middle of the Jurassic period. All right. So back when motherfucking Velociraptors and Tyrannosaurus Rex and shit were out there killing each other, eating on my favorite Stegosaurus dinosaur, the fucking Arowana was out there chomping on motherfuckers. All right. So this thing is a living fossil. But, you know, it, it's cool. I love these things. Um, the they, They've been pretty much unchanged. Um, their nickname is, like I said, the Keeper of Souls. 
um, the water monkey and <laughs> the water devil. I don't know why. I know people have been knocked out of the boats because of these things. And like I said before, you know, if because they have a bony head, when they hit you, they knock you out. You know, it's not a not a pleasant sight. And my Erwan is just under a foot long right now. Um, yeah, he's been imported from Brazil. So don't turn me in, please. Um, but, you know, it's um, his name is Juan. And <laughs> what? Man, we're not getting into this. Oh, whatever. His name changes every week. Okay. His brother was Jesus. His brother died. Um. Anyways, which oh, that brings me to another thing. If they die, they give you bad luck. If you're the one that caused it. Man. Oh my god. Yeah. So if you guys believe in purgatory, if you own arowana and you die, um. Yeah, your soul stays in its mouth until, you know, you go to heaven. Until God calls you up and, you know, blah, that's purgatory for you. Anyways, that's why they don't eat them in um, Japan. It's all myth, you know. And there's nothing special about this fish. They just look cool. Um, there's no scientific data that proves that these fish are fucking mystic and shit. Like, they sprout wings and fly away like a fucking angel. So, you know... Um, yeah, I'm I'm not one of those kinds of people. I you know I love science, I love math, I love cars, so I've done a lot of research on this kind of stuff. And this is my fish. This is my fish. Um, I know anything there is to know about these things. Um, if you live in Australia, you can find them. There is an Australian one. If you live in Africa, um, first off, I'm sorry if uh, your life is rough. And um, I've been there before, so I know it's not exactly a nice place. Um, but you guys also have an arowana. Uh, so, you know, it kind of depends on which one you're going for. Um, my recommendation is if you want to own an arowana, I would go for, say, a blue or a green if you can get a hold of them. If you can't, huh? Or the pink or red one. Those ones you can't get. Those are Asians. Those are microchipped. They're running about five or six thousand dollars, and you have to be um, you have to be licensed through uh, the college, the um, the Marine Biology College in Hawaii in order to get it. Now I do have that license, but I'm not going to spend five grand on a fucking fish. I'm sorry. I I, I love fish, and I'm going to start working on a on a live reef. Um, tank, but that's beyond the point. Those things, you set them up and you let them go and they do their own thing, so you don't gotta worry about it. This fucking fish, though, it dies, you get fined and all this kind of crazy shit and it's stupid. Yeah. So, but anyways, so that's the arowana. If you guys want to know anything else, let me know. Um, the great fish, look them up. Silver arowana. You know, you guys know how to spell silver. As far as the arowana is concerned, it's gonna be in the name of this podcast. But it's also a... Is an apple, R is in Robert, O is in Ocean, W is in Whale, A is in Adam, N is in Nora, A is in Adam. Arowana. They're great, gorgeous looking fish. They get to be fucking huge. Um, and they're a really cool showpiece, but they're expensive to buy. So They eat monkeys. They do eat monkeys. They have actually found monkeys in their stomachs full-grown motherfucking monkeys in these bastards. 
this son bitch jumps out of the motherfucking water, mouth agape. <laughs> and I didn't call him an ape, mouth agape. And fucking, bah, literally eats the ape and jumps back into the water. Done. That's fucked up. How many things do you know can eat a goddamn monkey out of, an, out of a tree? Not that many. Even an alligator can't do that. Um, so next we're going to do a little bit of science talk here. We're going to teach you what the levels are in the ocean. So you guys can actually figure out like where your favorite fish might live. Be it a shark or a whale. Or a squid. or In my case, a clam. Um, but that shit's easy to know. Uh, based on where you're going. So the way how it works is for the first 600 feet or 200 meters, whichever one you prefer, is called the epilogic, okay? Or the epipelagic. That area is the illuminated zone at the surface of the sea. It has enough life to sustain photosynthesis. If you guys know what that is, that's where plants create food for themselves so they don't die. Um, it's where all of the primary production in the sea occurs. That means plants, animals, all that stuff. That's pretty much where they feed. That's where most of the organisms like to live, like plankton, seaweed, jellyfish, tuna, a lot of sharks, dolphins, stuff like that. That's where they feed and hunt. It's easy to see up there. There's a lot of light. Next is called the mesopelagic, which is also known as like uh, twilight. Which, that starts at 330 feet, or around 1,000 meters. And the reason why it's called twilight is because it's kind of like the middle. Uh, some light penetrates this layer, but it's inefficient for photosynthesis, which means that you can't get plant life to live down there. It just it, It's not dark enough. It's not light enough, sorry. Um, at, at around the... 500 meter mark um, the oxygen becomes depleted so there's not enough oxygen to sustain those kinds of animals for very long organisms survive in this environment um, have a lot more efficient like gills they also don't move as much they're a lot slower it's also a lot colder down there too uh, unless you have like uh, thermal vents and stuff but that's typically not in that area that zone unless the actual bottom of the ocean is there in that zone other than that it doesn't happen and then last but not and the fish that sorry the fish that you'll find there are going to be typically like swordfish squid um uh, the wolf fish you guys know what it is fucking look it up it's weird looking bastard um cuttlefish um they they also have a tendency to use bioluminescence if you guys know what that is it's where the fish will light up. You know, the fucking angler fish that has the fucking, you know, thingy on top of their head. Those fish, fish are ugly. Yeah, they have the little light bulb on their head. It's not really a light bulb, but it's a, it's a nerve ending. But yes, they, it's that's how they catch fish. Bioluminescence is a way of glowing. If we had it, uh, say for instance, this is kind of funny. This is why I'm going to use it. If, if women had bioluminescence around their nipples, if they walked out at night, you'd always be able to tell who was a girl. Because you'd have you see a ring going through their clothes, and you could be like fucking headlights. You'd never be able to miss them, and it works. But I think that'd be cool. We should uh, we should institute that. Oh wow! That'd be awesome. Not true. Well, 
not for you. I mean, you could always use like a black bra then. You'd, you'd always have to wear a bra because if you didn't, the shit would show. You know, so mm-hmm. for all you women out there that you know, like to go braless, you know, and let them bad boys <laughs> jiggle around, you know, we know about it. Trust me. Um, and then you have what's called the uh, bathyplegic, also known as midnight. And that ranges from uh, about, oh shit guys, I actually fucked my, um, my feet up and meters up. Epiplegic is from 650 feet and up, sorry, to the actual surface, my bad. Because I, I was just thinking to myself, like, that doesn't make any sense, like, we're at the bottom now. So it doesn't make any sense. So epiplegic is from 650 feet up, okay? And then mesoplegic is from 650 feet down to 330 feet, okay? And then bathyplegic, which is where we're at now, is from 330, 330 feet or 1,000 meters all the way down to 13,000 feet or 4,000 meters, okay? And the bathyplegic is called midnight and the reason why it is is it is it actually is it's deep it's pitch black there is no there's no light penetrating whatsoever it is too deep um there are bioluminescent or um organisms there but they're not very common and there are things that are kind of like the lantern fish and some of those things but most of the animals living there survive by like eating dead things things that manage to sink all the way down to the bottom and the reason why is because things move so slow down there um the stuff that's sinking down is also known as marine snow really weird really really cool um you have stuff like the marine hatchet fish and things of that nature um the giant squid Squids, Dumbo, octopus, sperm whales, the occasional great white shark. Yes, I said it. Great white shark. Um, well, what was that face for? Sperm whale. Mhm. Yeah, look that bastard up. Thing looks fucking ugly. Looks like a swimming sperm. <laughs> Man, it's fucking crazy. Um, but there's there's not a lot that's really known about that because it's hard for us to get there. Uh, it's actually it's almost impossible most of our submarines can't go that deep um at least not in the science region military who the fuck knows god knows what they can do for all we know they're walking around on mars right now we just don't know about it who the hell knows um but not a lot's really known about that and then you have last but not least which is the abyssioplegic which is thirteen thousand feet or four thousand meters all the way down to you know the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Who the fuck knows how deep it really is? Because we don't know. My sonar doesn't go that far. But, and what that is, it's actually called Lower Midnight. That's what it kind of means. Um, in Greek, it means like bottomless. Um, it's a holdover from the times when the deep ocean or abyss was believed to be bottomless. Very few creatures actually live there. It's very, very cold temperatures, unless you're, of course, you know, at one of those thermal vents. Um, 
you know, there's it's incredibly high pressure. It's completely dark. Um, there are very, very few species found down there. A lot of them are going to be like arthropods. Um, one of the arthropod is just look up something called a sea spider. Yeah, they're fucking ugly. Um, <laughs> uh, echinoderms, something like a basket star, um, uh, cucumber, swimming cucumber, sea cucumber, ocean cucumber. Oh, what? Um, sea pig, things like that. Sea pig? Sea pig, yes, sea pig. Do they have the nose? No. <laughs> they're just the pigs of the sea. <laughs> um, and that's it. Um, that's those are the actual levels. Now you do have one one other one. It's called the Hadopelagic. This is a conflict of interest here. Some people believe that it exists. Some people don't. Um, and what that is is actually the deep water in the ocean trenches, like the Mariana's Trench. They say that the abyssal plains ends there, and that the Hadopelagic end, uh, starts once you go in. That's what they state. And. What that is, is is it has to start anything below um, 6,000 meters or 20,000 feet. That's a fucking long way down, my friend. Um, there is no, we have no idea what's down there. Uh, we believe that there's like a, sloth, a soft sludge compost of like dead organisms and shit but we don't know who the fuck knows who's gonna go 20,000 feet down and find out no one nothing nothing can go that deep um nothing that I know of can go that deep anyways um so yeah so that's your science lesson for that anyways and then oh wow I just uh busted open something I'm fucking bleeding now that's cool um and then last but not least we're gonna do one of the most beautiful freshwater fish, um, it's called a discus. And if you guys don't know what discus is, um, look it up. It's D is in David, I is in Ida, S is in Sam, C is in uh, Charlie, U is in Union, S is in Sam. Um, it's a very, very good looking fish. Uh, they come in all ranges of colors. Um, they're the discus is a very very fragile fish and very hard to keep alive um but it's very rewarding to do so um they they've been around for a long time but what you have to go where are you going oh wow well, you're stupid <laughs> all right all right so lily's gonna cut out here so everyone let's say goodbye to lily bye lily bye all right, we'll see you later. I'm going to wrap this okay. up then. I'm going to finish off with the discus and I'm going to call it a day. Okay. Okay. But I'll wait until they come. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, we went all, we went through all that for nothing. Awesome. <laughs> Anyways, guys. So, let's continue. So, the discus is actually what's known as a cichlid. Um, you have two different kinds of cichlids. You have African cichlid and the New World cichlid. Most of these are New World, not african because he's not derived from africa but derived from the new world or aka south america now like like most cichlids um they have they are laterally compressed bodies they look that's why they call a disc they look like a discus you know like a plate and um they have extended 
finage that kind of comes up around the dorsal fin and just comes straight up around. Very, very beautiful. Um, they also they typically have lines going straight up and down, kind of like an angelfish. They look really, really cool. Um, they're very, very fragile, and they're not, um, you know, they're not aggressive. They're very, very passive. Um, they'll eat pretty much anything except for anything live. Um, there's not really a whole lot known about these fish. I know they eat, uh, I know they like to eat algae and some of those other things, but they're not very well known as far as like what really goes on. And that's one reason why I actually really like these fish because there's not a lot known. And I'm going to be doing a lot of research on these fish. I'm actually trying to get some myself right now to try and get it to work that way. But now as far as um, reproduction and, and sex for these fish, um, I forgot to go over that with the arowana. But the arowana is a mouth brooder. Now they only breed with one pair. They make one pair the rest of their lives. That's it. Nothing more to it. Um, and that's it. A mouth brooder It's actually the funny. It's the male that holds all the eggs and the baby fish in the mouth when they come out. And that's it. Rah! The male's the one that actually takes care of the fish, not the female. Um, now, in the discus, there is no real sexual um, demorphism in this fish. Demorphism. Okay, dimorphism. In breeding form varieties, solid red discus, females are generally redder than males. Another characteristic of this species is the way they care for their lar uh, for their larva, quote unquote. Oh, hi. Why are you waving? Hi. What, did the hi. turtle jump out of the tank or something? <laughs> Jesus. Um... As for most cichlids, brood care is highly developed with both parents caring for their young. Uh, discus produce a secretion through their skin, which a larva live off of during the first few days. This behavior has also been observed um, for other types of species, but you're going to have to look at, like, you are a using union A's and Edward, R's, A's and Apple, Jesus, R's and Robert, and using union species. Um, they are bred in uh, captivity, Jesus. Can you um, even English? Uh, English isn't my first language. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they can live off their parents for up to like two weeks. Um, but these guys are actually found solely in Brazil. There is none of them in anywhere else. It is solely Brazil. I'm actually looking at a, at a map right now. Um, you can find them in flood plain lakes and rivers in the Amazon basin of lowland Amazonia um, and that's that's it um, you can find them in the Rio de Janeiro um, but wait no you can't hold on let me let me look at this no you can't so you're gonna uh, the Negro you're gonna find it in the Negro Japrua uh, Putriamo Jurara uh, pretty much anywhere in Brazil for the most part um, there are rare cases in the southern portion of Colombia where you'll find them um, same thing with the far eastern corner of Ecuador but that's about it they don't go high up into like Guana or uh, 
sorry, Guanya or Venezuela or anything like that. Are you sure as hell not gonna find them in Aruba? The only thing you're gonna find in Aruba is like fucking turtles and shit. So. Stop lying. You ain't gonna find no motherfucking, you know, cool ass fish in Aruba. Mm -hmm. Mantas. Yeah, like what? Huh? Mantas. Mantas. Those butterfly-looking fish. <laughs> yeah, the fucking things that jump out of the water and fly away. Fucking flying fish. Those things ain't fucking cool. No one cares about those. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. A lot of fish eat those, so those are actually really good. But, so my friends, that concludes the learning with Evo and Lily. Hope you guys have enjoyed. Um, if you guys want to know anything else about a Pacific fish or anything like that, let me know. Um, I know a lot. Trust me. There's a lot of things I know about fish. Fish are a huge passion of mine. They have been since I was a little kid. Um, I own many different kinds of fish here at my house, and I continue to get more. Um, you know, from little fish like crabinses, uh, angelfish, discus, arowanas, <laughs> the alligator gar, which is native to the south in the United States. Um, you name it, I've probably owned it. Um, the tiger fish from the Amazon, the goliath from the Amazon, the the, the viper fish from the Amazon. Um, all these fish I have owned. And um, as far as saltwater, I've owned a lot of saltwater fish as well, but I've never kept them for long periods of time. Um, saltwater is very difficult and very, very time consuming. Now, I am setting up a reef tank, a live reef tank. I have to get the tank. It's already on order. And then I get to order all of the reef. And then I have to order the sand. And then I have to put the sand in. Then I gotta put the water in. And then I have to let it sit. And I gotta get all of the filtration to work. And it has to be in levels. And it's like, and it's like a little waterfall where it cascades down and it filters all the water. Then it gets pumped back up into the tank. Okay, so it's gonna look amazing. Hi. What? What? And anyways, Lily's over here thinking like we're gonna have like a erotic video or something, you know, some shit. But you know, anyways, it's gonna be really, really, really cool. Um, I can explain more in detail. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, questions, comments, concerns, leave them down below, and we will talk to you guys the next time. I was gonna pull off the fucking Markiplier bullshit, but I'm not going to. So, till next time, guys, stay safe, take care, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.